we are, we're, again, we're not going to go through every uh, aspect of this. You get to keep these. You can hang on to them. You can study them. Um, we're going to kind of hit the highlights today and just really talk through what, what we see the Lord doing. Um, I have to say, uh, Holly and I love what we do. Um, we love uh, doing life together with you. And uh, things get uh, more exciting and clearer to us all, all along as we as we walk this journey, and uh, so so we are we are looking forward to uh, this next season that, that Jesus has for us. I'm going to ask that we have a few of our teams come up that I'm just going to uh, mention right off the bat. I'd like to have our executive leadership team. Those of you that are here, if the ELT will come up um, so that you can see who is who here. Uh, part of what we need to do uh, in an ongoing fashion here at Lighthouse is just continually introduce ourselves to ourselves uh, because as people, as we walk together, we don't, we don't always uh, uh, know who's doing what and that's okay to a point, but it helps us kind of squeeze in here. Um, Part of our executive leadership team as well um, is uh, Dr. Lynn Westman, who is in the nations right now. She's uh, currently, I think, in Cambodia. Um, and so uh, we, we are thrilled to have um, all, of these, uh, all of these guys, but especially the ladies on our executive leadership team because they, they really just bring out such uh, uh, wonderful insights that I think, uh, I think we probably would miss. And it's okay to pat yourself on the shoulder, Jennifer. It's all right. And... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, and Rosalie and uh, Ed Devlin, uh, I think they had to step out, but uh, or there's Rosalie, good. They do, a, they do a ministry at the nursing home on, uh, on Sunday mornings, and so we're, we're thankful that Ed and Rosalie are here with us, and, and they do that every Sunday morning, so uh, put on a service. So they usually come to the 8 o'clock, and uh, then they go back to Walter Reed. So these are our uh, executive leadership team. They are the board of directors here at Lighthouse. Um, they, they give me counsel. We walk through things together. They help me think uh, better and, and make us all better together. Uh, so over here, Paul and Lucy Cole. Uh, right here, Ed and Rosalie Devlin, Jim and Linda Johnson, my bride and joy, Miss Holly, uh, Daniel, I'd play with your ear, but I won't, uh, Dan Daniel and Jennifer, and, and then uh, Mike and Donna Mills, and, uh, and again, uh, Dr. Lynn Westman is in the nations right now, but uh, uh, always valuable folks and valuable insights when we get together, and so they have, uh, they have the future of Lighthouse, and they have you at heart uh, when, when we sit around the table once a month. Month and, and talk through things. So thank you so much. Thank, you can uh, go ahead and, and be seated. Next, let me have the Legacy Springs team. If you're on the Legacy Springs team, come on up here um, today, the Legacy Springs team. We do have, uh, as they're coming, um, we do have one of our uh, number who is in the hospital right now. Ed Knight had a surgery on Thursday, um, quite an extensive surgery, and uh, he had some real difficulties on Thursday with that, and so we're praying that he bounces back. Um, he's in ICU right now in Mechanicsville, so we want to pray for him. Uh, but uh, these gentlemen, uh, along with uh, Lena Cutter, um, as part of our Legacy Springs team, meet every uh, month on, uh, on a Tuesday. Uh, and they have for the past almost four years. Um, we've been working on the Legacy Springs project. Um, the, the church gave us the go-ahead to do a, uh, 
the finance team actually at the time gave us to go ahead to spend about $9,000 to get an outside study done. Uh, that was in 2014. The study was presented in 2015. We began pursuing uh, the process of what it was going to take uh, to erect a, a, an assisted living and a memory care on the property next to us. Um, I'll give you a little bit of the update on that, but the people uh, that are working on that currently came from this house, and I'm thrilled about that. When we, when we began to say, Lord, what do you want to do? He kept saying, look in the house, look in the house, look in the house. So we began to look in the house. And so, uh, so uh, uh, you know, the wisdom that God has given to us and the connections and the favor has been wonderful. Let's give them a hand. Amen. Thank you so much. And then, uh, uh, Gray, you can stay up here. Last but not least, the finance team. I want you to see the finance team uh, that, that uh, keeps up with the finances here at Lighthouse. Um, these, uh, the other two teams, the ELT and the, uh, Le the Legacy Springs team, I'm, I'm uh, in there and in, in process with them all the time. Go ahead. Come on and together. This team is actually directed by Pastor Bernie. And so Pastor Bernie moved to our executive leadership role, executive pastor role, uh, this, uh, this uh, in January. And so he works with the finance team. And, uh, and they have done a fantastic job at uh, pulling things together, making sense of our finances, making sure that we're doing the best possible thing that we can do with our finances. And so, uh, so they are the ones that hash the numbers. And uh, Beverly keeps them all straight. She's our bookkeeper here at Lighthouse, and uh, and we we just they just do such a great job. So let's give them a hand because they are wonderful, fis fiscally responsible people. Praise God. Um, here at Lighthouse, one of the things that you're going to hear me say a lot more in 20 moving into 2019 is that the smallest building block in ministry is the team. It's not an individual, it's the team. So everything we do around here has a team concept. And so I'm going to say this at the front end. I'm going to bookend it at the back end. Everybody on a team, everybody in a group. It's how we operate together here at Lighthouse. And so we just find that we're a stronger uh, church as a team. And, uh, and so um, I insist on those things in the Lord. Um, so let's, uh, let's give the, if you would, can you pull up the, uh, the, uh, the Vision Night 2018 uh, slide for me? Uh, it's on, for those of you that are looking in your book, it's on page four. There you go. This is what I presented back in January. And, uh, and so we've, we've begun working on this. Now, uh, this isn't going to be like a one-time uh, present the vision and it's done. What I'm giving you today is an update. This is the 2019 version, but I'm going to use 2018 to look at it. A prayer army of 100 plus. Uh, do you know when Jennifer uh, made that launch uh, pitch the other day? We got 94 for the prayer army. Where are we at now? Okay. Okay, so we have about 55 uh, committed, 94 of the slots. Um, I'm just going to hit the highlights on some of these. Um, you know, we have uh, one of the teams that we need to develop is a team that is uh, like a business incubator. We want to start five businesses per year from within the Lighthouse community. That Those are not businesses necessarily that Lighthouse would own, but they would be your businesses. They would be things that the Lord put in your heart. We are just providing the, the scaffolding. We're providing the, the know-how, and we need to form that team. So these are things that, that the Lord's given us vision to do, but we have not done them yet. Uh, 
but they're out there. Um, you know, a minimum of a million dollars a year in missions and 15 trips per year. You'll hear a little bit more about that later, about how far we are along those lines. Uh, communicate the gospel to the entire county of Gloucester at 10% per year. That's kind of our, our vision. Uh, if we were to say, uh, in preparation, like these uh, individual uh, disciples did, how many am I responsible for in this area? Right? We feel like that if we can do 10% per year uh, over the next 10 years, that we would been, have been able to present the gospel to everybody in Gloucester County. Right? And so uh, that's, uh, that's part of our vision. Um, I'm just going to hit the highlights here. Uh, uh, Lighthouse at uh, 500 to 750 members. We've grown uh, probably about 23 to 25% um, per year over the last few years. Um, you'll see the numbers when we get to it. We're, we're probably, uh, what is it, something like, I don't have them memorized, so what's that? around 400 uh, that we're averaging on, on Sunday um, right now. So uh, that's, that's kids, that's grown-ups, that's everybody. What's the saying? We count people because people count. Uh, there you go. And so uh, we're excited about what the Lord's doing here. Uh, Little Lights, uh, the vision is to be completely debt-free and running at capacity. We paid off uh, one, of the, uh, one of the loans that we had. It's a, a Virginia small business loan uh, that uh, paid for the buses, two of the buses and uh, the playground. That was the first loan that we took out. We have another uh, note that uh, covers two of the buses. Our goal is to try to keep, uh, you know, we don't have our own bus garage. We have to pay retail for, you know, for bus work that gets done. So we try to keep them um, within a 10-year span. We don't like to, once they get past 10 years, then you're, you're, you know, the buses are mission critical for what we do, and so we have to keep them in good shape and running, and we don't want our kids sitting on the side of the road. That's never a good thing. So, so anyway, Little Lights is doing really great. Um, uh, this year, we, uh, you'll see it on the Little Lights page that we uh, uh, reached 197. That's the highest number of, of children that we've ever served. That means we're serving somewhere probably around 150 to 160 families that are on this property every day. Children are here from 6 in the morning till 6.30 at night. And uh, we have the opportunity to provide for them a safe, uh, a safe place. And uh, we love what we do with Little Lights. Um, our, uh, our baby dedication today, uh, the mom is one of our workers at Little Lights. Um, I don't know that we would have crossed paths with her otherwise. Right? This is an extension of our community, right? And, uh, and so Little Lights just does wonderful, wonderful things. Last year, I think Little Lights put about $140,000 into the physical plant of uh, the church property, money that would not have been there had Little Lights not been using it. All right, so uh, Lighthouse uh, School of Supernatural Leadership, still just a vision, but moving forward in that vision, Legacy Springs, you're going to see a little bit more about what we're up to with that. What's, uh, what's our next uh, slide that we had up there? Okay, this is Pastor Bernie. Pastor Bernie is going to come on up and give us a finance breakdown. You can look on page 12 and see where we've been. But I want him to talk to us. He's got a uh, couple of balance sheets that I want us to talk about, too. Um, so you can go right from one to the next, whatever you like to do on that. Okay. Um, if my finance team could come join me up here, because I don't want for a second anybody to think that this is Pastor Bernie's deal, because it's not. I am surrounded by an incredibly fabulous team that supports me and gives me wisdom so I can do the best I can to honor the money that God has given us and use it for the furtherance of his kingdom. So if you look at um, our first one here, you're gonna see 
it bleaches out just a little bit on the screen, but that's okay. You can see the way our expenses break down for the year. Um, we give 1%. It's actually a little bit higher than that, 1% to benevolence. Last year, we spent about 8% on capital improvements. You can look at multiple things. If you look later in here, you'll see all the different projects we accomplished over the course of that year under 2018 accomplishments and highlights. Legacy Springs, uh, paying for the property and the taxes and that stuff, that's about 7% of our expenses. 10% on ministry, want to see that continue to grow. 11% um, goes to missions right now. Uh, again, this is last year's numbers. 8% was spent on different events on campus. And that's probably a little bit low. There's probably a couple of things that could be moved over there to give a little bit more credit for things that we do to help the community. We, f we facilitate opportunities for many different businesses to have an opportunity to meet where they wouldn't otherwise. And we just supply a facility for them. It's one of the wonderful things that we supply for the community. 14% towards our mortgage and included in that by the way, I noticed there's no finance team member standing next to me yet. I just want to, want to point out that I am not unaware that I'm standing here by myself. Um, and they, I mean, they are like, you know, awesome and sometimes feel like the Holy Spirit as they guide me. But they're not invisible. Um, <laughs> um, included in that mortgage right there, one of the things we want to celebrate, we plan to pay an extra mortgage payment every year. Because we want to pay down our, our debt. We want to be debt free. Um, if you look at Luke chapter 14, look at 27 there. It tells you why we should be doing what we should do. We should count the cost before we build the building. right? So all of that is incredibly important. Don't want to skip the other expenses or the payroll, 39%. How many of you believe we have great people on staff and want to keep them? All right. So all that being said, um, part of that is we pay an extra payment. Now, I'm not fully 100% certain on this, but I, uh, as I look... And I'm running the amortization stuff online. I'm going to run it with our mortgage company next week or in the next time period. I promise to have it by next year this time. But what, the things that I run online right now tell me if we pay one extra mortgage payment for the next 15 years, that 26 years that's left on our mortgage will be gone. And so that's part of why we're doing what we're doing to make sure that we can make sure that our money is being spent appropriately. If you want to look at our income, that's the next little bit there. You can see that... Um, 78% of our income came in through tithes and offerings. Um, you can see other income for special projects. You can see dedicated offerings. That would be when we bring in special people or we took up money for um, water boys last year about this time. Different things like that. Missions trips, we took up an offering to celebrate them and support them. That's there. And then our total income was a little bit over $1 million, $1,013,206.52. Um, so that is the numbers there. What I want to do, and if you'll give me one extra minute this morning, I believe that we function best as a church when we function responsibly. When we can look at the money that's coming in and say, that money is all going there because you got to pay the mortgage. You got to pay the electric bill. You got to pay the payroll. You got to do those things that are necessary as a part of what we do. So, Zach, would you go to that last slide for me? I'm not sure if this is going to pop really great for you, but I'm going to talk to you about it. This will tell you about what we do in our finances on a weekly basis. We function currently, we are looking at a 15500 income. That's what our budget is based off of this year. Now, we believe if we're going to do what God's called us to do, Pastor Ken's going to talk to you about where we need to be. But right now, we function off of that. And then we fund everything we can as we can. But if you'll look here on the right side, you'll see holding accounts. So each week... When the tithes come in, we pull out 
a certain section to make sure that everything is prepared so that from now on, when the mortgage bill comes in, it's there to pay and it's waiting in this account over here in mortgage holding. Now you can see that says $260. The reason for that is that is the portion of the 13th payment that we will make. We just got done, got done paying our mortgage. I'm telling you this for this reason. Some of you may have never functioned like this financially. But the reason we are where we are today is because we've made a decision that we are going to work backwards instead of hopefully I can pull the money out of my pocket when it comes. So when we looked at our year, we said our mortgage cost us this much. And then we broke that down across 52 weeks. And that's where we came up with all these numbers. So we are saving $425 a month, a, a week, pardon me. Now, I, I'm just so excited about this thing. The, the finance team, we set some long-term goals this year, uh, pardon me, in 2018. And there were some things I know some of you think, is he really going to burn something in a wooden basket? No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. I wanted to scare you. Um, <laughs> Pastor Ken, we need Pastor Ken up here for this. Um, because this past year, we saved money so that at the end of the year, some of you may or may not know, we have had a second mortgage on the church. And that approximately was about $100 extra a month we would pay to pay that off. But one of our long-term goals this year was to make that go away. And so about four weeks ago, we stroked the check and paid off our second mortgage. Yeah. And because of that, we were able to take what used to be $400 a week that we saved $1,600 a month to put in the boiler fund. Something goes wrong, we're not going, hey guys, something went wrong. Now, something may go wrong, but it's not going to be because we haven't been saving. Because if you look, you can see um, down here is our investments. We have $19,000 in our short-term savings account and $2,000 in our Heart for the House account that will continue to be being spent on the projects we've done. Carpet, chairs, sound system. Um, and then down here, you can see we have $71,000, $288.98 in long-term savings accounts where we are trying to make God's money work for us so that we can do the things that we need to do in the long term. When something big pops, we're hopefully ready to prepare it. But this has now gone up $100 a month because we yeah. are about to burn this second mortgage. Yeah. So how many hey, of you think Pastor Ken... Team, get up here. How many of you think here, Pastor Ken should set here, this joint on fire? Come on, finance team. Come on. Steve, Charlie, he's not going to stop until you come up here. Not going to stop until you come up here. So don't you guys think Pastor Ken should set this thing on fire? Come on, come on, come on. All right. Don't you want to, like, put your hand on it or something Sure, like yeah. That? Everybody touch it for everybody a second. Everybody touch it for a second. Come on up here. Come on. Steve, <laughs> come on. Where you at? He's come coming. On. <laughs> I won't. Let me, like, burn his hand. No. Burn the top, please, just for burn the top. <laughs> put your hand on it. Put your hand on it. These guys all had a part of this. Isn't that great? Bernie, you got this, right? Yes, sir. I okay, got it. Okay, all, right, all right. We're going to hold it over the uh, metal, too. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh, what man. kind of paper did you put on this thing? Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. There it is. You might have to turn it the other way. I'm not in. I'm this not saying. Way? Yeah, yeah. Do we have a raw ranger around here? <laughs> Who's gonna help us? Do we have a, what kind of Hold it which is way? This? Somebody's upside down. Upside down. She wants like, me to burn like, my hand. You got to. All right, it's I got it. Way. It's the only way. I see how it's gonna go. Can you somebody grab my cup of water you didn't over pass there? Raw rangers, did you? Oh, set it down there. It's all right. You're doing good. You're doing good. <laughs> You're doing good. <laughs> all right. Yes, you are. Isn't that great? Is it going to burn out? Yeah. Gray has faith. My fingers aren't going to burn. Okay. If not, Josiah will lead worship again next week. <laughs> 
Yeah. Go ahead. That's good. We're good. <laughs> but we have been so proud of what has been accomplished this year as a finance team. Sprinkle, stir, sprinkle. <laughs> and so, but this is how we break down our money. So you can see along the way here, you can see we have the little bits pulled out already because next month our insurance is going to be due. So that's why there's $3,900 there. That's about $5,000 every quarter that we put into our insurance. Um, all of these different things are set aside. So when money comes due, and if you did the same thing with your budget, you'd find freedom. You would find that when a bill comes in, you go, here you go. And so that was just a bonus point for you there. Pastor Ken, is there anything I missed that I was supposed to hit, sir? Um, let me just, uh, this is a dangerous thing, but does anybody have any questions for Bernie before we, we go on? What's region? Region is we Good are, question. Pastor Daniel is in a master's program. And so the church is, of course, funding that. Don't you agree? <laughs> any other questions? If you have any uh, need of any extra information, for instance, this sheet right here, we have copies of it for you if you want it. Um, we also have a breakdown for Little Lights as well. That is not my portfolio, but we have the information should you need it. And we also have, if somebody really, really loves numbers and wants to figure out what's going on, um, we do have an audit available for you. Should you feel you really need to dig into how we spend the money, that's, of course, available to you. We are an open book. We don't have anything to hide. So any questions you have, that's perfectly fine. If you want to look for um, Beverly, would you wave at me? Miss Beverly will be in the back. If you have any information you need, we'll be taking down names and information, what you need. And then I saw John Bundy with another question. Yes, do we have um, any room where focuses yet um, education on how to do this at their house? Um, how to do something like this for themselves? Uh, well, we, first of all, that's a great question. I'm so glad you asked, John. Because we are in the second week of Financial Peace University starting this week. If you're not a part of it, it's a great opportunity. We would love to see you be a part of it. Is that your lead? The other thing is I can teach you the simple things of this if you'd like, but I do. What we're doing here right. is a lot based off of the Financial Peace University right. path, right. just functioning in a church environment. Any right. other questions? But we would be happy to help anybody set this aside. Um, when I take out my, my payroll, automatically comes out my tithe. Mm -hmm. I don't wait and go, is that going to be there? That money doesn't exist. And I've never, ever, ever needed it. Amen. Never needed it. Amen. All right. Thank you. I almost stole your... <laughs> um, let's just go ahead and throw up the, the Little Lights balance sheet real quick, just so that you have a, an understanding what's going on there. Do we have that one? Oh, okay. Well, maybe... Oh, okay. My bad. All right. Mis miscommunication on my part. Okay, so let's go to the Lighthouse property slide, and this will be the last one that, that I touch on today, and then, uh, then we're going to pray over the vision going forward. Um, so on page 18 in your book, if you want to look there, this will give a little bit of explanation. Our, our vision statement, um, our vision statement that you found on, on the, the uh, very front cover is Lighthouse creates life-giving communities where people love to belong. Um, one, of the, one of the visions that the Lord gave me a number of years ago when we first started Little Lights was the, the reality that we had $5.5 million worth of facility that we used for an hour and a half on Sunday morning and an hour and a half on Wednesday night. And to me, that didn't seem like good stewardship. 
Um, and, it's, and that's pretty much the only time that the building was inhabited. Now, I've been to, uh, uh, to some uh, little country church buildings before that don't get opened between Sunday morning and Sunday morning. Have you ever had that experience? And you walk in, and the air is stale. And you walk in, and you said, whoa, what? You know, isn't there supposed to be life here? There's been no life here all week long. And, uh, and I just believe that, that the church, want, that God wants his church not just the building, but the building's a part of it. God wants his church to be the center, the, the center of everything that is happening in a community. Just like in, in the, the children of Israel, the, the tabernacle was in the center place of the, of the camp. And so, uh, so here at Lighthouse, when we began to look at uh, the, the property that we had and what we could do with what we had, again, looking at what we have, and then saying, okay, how can we leverage what we have for the future? So we started Little Lights in 1999, and uh, it has grown from 20 kids when we started it um, to uh, the 197 or thereabouts. I think we've lost a few of those kids, but, I mean, we didn't lose the kids, you know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> You don't stay in business very long if you lose kids in our business. Um, but uh, enrollment has dropped a little bit. It, there's always a, a, a fluctuation with it somewhat. And, uh, and so we, we said, let's leverage the property that we have. And, uh, and so we just kept doing that. And so what, you, what you're seeing there on the Lighthouse property slide, um, it looks better on your, probably on your page than it does up there. Uh, but uh, basically, um, if you're looking here, that you'll see that Lighthouse Worship Center of Gloucester Incorporated, that, that is what I would call the mothership. Okay, so that is our, our organizational documents, uh, our incorporation documents as a church. That is us. That entity owns all the property. Little Lights doesn't own any property. Uh, Lighthouse Church Gloucester LLC, which is a newly formed entity that I'll talk to you about in just a minute, and then Legacy Springs, no, none of these own property. This owns property. The church owns the property. So uh, Little Lights is purchasing the buses, but Little Lights doesn't own the buses. Lighthouse Worship Center of Gloucester, Inc. owns the buses. Now, the reason that we set it up this way um, is legally it's firewalled off. All of these are firewalled off from here. So the, the property, administrative services, and leases all come back up to the church. What this gives us the ability to do is to have an LLC or an incorporated entity that is a for-profit that's owned by a nonprofit. So in, in, the, in the legal realm, you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. It kind of is a, is a benefit to us in both ways, okay? Um, and so, but the, these entities, like I said, Little Lights uh, generates, uh, last year they did something like in revenue, uh, about $1.07 million um, in revenue. And, uh, and so Lighthouse Church Gloucester is a new uh, LLC that we just set up that is basically an operations shell that if we ever got sued by someone, then, then the LLC would get sued and not, not the properties. Not, not Lighthouse Worship Center of Gloucester Incorporated. Um, we just recently went through all of this uh, legal process in setting up Legacy Springs as an LLC. We, you've heard me say before that Legacy Springs was going to be a 501c3. When we sat down with our uh, CPA and we sat down with the lawyer, uh, we began to look at that and we, re we realized that it wasn't uh, advantageous to set Legacy Springs up as a 501c3 because a 501c3 
exists through donations, and uh, Legacy Springs would not be existing through donations. It would be existing through the payments of people who had residents in-house. Does that make sense? And, uh, and so we set it up the way we did um, with uh, uh, Stephen Lentz is our, is our attorney, and, uh, and our, uh, our uh, CPA is Cliff Brigham. And so they have uh, got us on the straight and narrow um, paper-wise. And so that's, that's kind of what, so, uh, so basically Lighthouse Worship Center of Gloucester Incorporated is a, is a one-member uh, owner. It's the only member, and, and it, it, it owns these three entities. Does that make sense? Um, and so you can see down in the bottom there the, the uh, reinstated and then the formation and formation. So when we aligned everything, uh, everything this just happened just a few months ago. Um, and so we're, we're moving forward on that. Now, there is one, uh, one thing that we were going to do in, in matter of business that we are not going to do today. Um, we're still ironing out the bylaws. We need to have one vote on the bylaws. Um, and these bylaws are those bylaws that are, have been cleaned up by the lawyer. Uh, but the executive leadership team really wants more time uh, to dig through and get it clear and get it, get it where we all liked it. Um, so we're going to hold that vote uh, for another time. And so you'll, you'll be hearing more about that as we move forward. Um, a couple of uh, final things that I want to just uh, mention to you. Um, we are in, as far as Legacy Springs, we are in the, the, the site plan phase. We have just resubmitted the site plan back to the county after the first sets of comments. This is how this goes. So we sat with the county. We did a couple of preliminary site plan meetings. They told us what they were looking for. We sat with all of the, uh, all of the leadership around the table from every different aspect, and uh, they gave us comments uh, on how to set it up. The engineering group, uh, Eden and Associates, uh, the vice president of which is Dan McKinney. Uh, he's here with us. And so then he uh, took, took it back. The engineering firm put things together, came back. There were some comments. Now it's, uh, it's going back into the second round of comments on, on that. Once we get through that phase, we're going to need to pay about $66,000 for a completed site plan. Now, that the fundraising for that was in our Heart for the House 2.0. So we began raising funds for Heart for the House 2.0, and the target of that was about $140,000, of which I think a little over 65,000 65, has come in. Um, and then we kind of like uh, stalled out about the holidays. Holidays will do that to you, won't they? And so, but we really need to uh, crank that back up. We need to raise about another 66000 to cover the, uh, the site plan for Legacy Springs. Then the next phase for uh, Legacy Springs will be, at that point, we will, we will have completed the part that our private investor had said he wanted us to be at before he would fully consider investing in the project. So this gets us to the place where we are investable, uh, if that's a word. Um, the, the second part is uh, also we have a, a, a company that's working on a preliminary cost for the project, and they're doing that free of charge because they want to throw their hat in the ring. Uh, and so they're doing an estimation on the entire project. And so that's uh, two, of the, two of those elements that are happening. But within the next week or two, uh, that site plan is, is uh, probably going to be done. And we're going to need that $66,000. So if you've made a commitment to Heart for the House 2.0, or if you're waiting till you had clarity, if you need more clarity, <laughs> I can give it to you. And we can move forward on this. So um, I, I just want to tell you, you know, the things, and, and it's good for us to have these, these meetings together, and we're going to do more of them. 
Um, here's what's on my heart. Can you, can you imagine, can you imagine when you, you stop and think about the, the things that we're able to do through our child care, that we have kids that grow up from the time that they're infants and, and they're prayed over and they're on our property. And, you know, we, we do chapel from time to time with the kids. They get exposed to the gospel through mega sports camp and all of the different things that we do. And these are families that we would have had no contact with if we didn't have the child care. Can I tell you that when Legacy Springs is up and running, that we're going to have the opportunity to pray over, and it's going to be the only faith-based uh, community for seniors here on the Middle Peninsula that we're going to be able to minister to these seniors. One of the things I'm excited about is the, the, the Tribe Writers uh, group that you'll, you, can, you can read about in our, uh, in our booklet, that every, every person has this story that's down on the inside of them, and those stories need to be told. And I've been to some funerals that were very depressing because nobody was there that could tell somebody's story for them. Maybe you've been to those too. Well, what would it, how amazing would it be if we took some of our writers over and we made sure that we wrote a life story of every person that was in Legacy Springs, that we could let their life live on through, uh, you know, through their memoirs that we put together through, you know, and, and we could just serve them in that way. And then our, 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 our school of supernatural leadership, these young preachers and these young worshipers going over and leading worship for the seniors, going over there and ministering, teaching them how to pray for the sick, teaching them how to just minister to people right there who just need ministry. What about those the kids at Little Lights going over and, uh, and being that adopted grand, uh, grandchild for that grandparent over there that hasn't seen their own grandkids since they left home? We can provide community. We create life-given communities where people love to belong. It's why we're doing what we do. And so I, you know, I, I just feel like this is what Jesus is saying to us. You give them something to eat. You give them a community. You give them what they can't get out in the world. They are harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And you find them at, their, at those critical moments and you help them. And as you help them, you get to share the, the two hands of the gospel. We care for kids during the day. We minister to kids during the day. We care for seniors during the day. We minister to seniors during the day, right? And, and the, the vision of just being able to bring that community around. So that's the challenge. So uh, moving forward, we're going we're gonna to close up with this thought. How do we get there? Well, um, we, we pray and we give and we serve. We pray and we give and we serve. Moving forward, you know, we, we crossed a, a, a secret line this past year when our budget got to $15,000. And I'd been believing God for $15,000 a week for about five years. That was just... Just, I didn't announce it. I didn't tell anybody. Uh, I, you know, and this was back when we were probably uh, about 11 or 12. And I said, Lord, I want to see 15000 a week. And I just began believing God for that. That was my personal, you know, personal prayer. Now I'm believing God for 20000 a week. Now I'm believing God for 20000 We There's more to do. There are more things that we need to, uh, to do and, and more things that we could do if we were financially able. What that looks like is about 35 new givers. How many new givers did we have last year? 72. 72. 
We had 72 brand new givers. Now, not all of those give a, a full tithe all at once. Some people start at 2%. Some people start at 3%. But uh, many of them started in and said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my tithe. That's 10%. I'm going to give that to the Lord. I'm gonna... And so we praise God for that because that means people are getting their own financial house in order. If we had another 35 new givers uh, at, uh, at uh, the average of what uh, a person at, in Gloucester County makes, according to the, the demographic that we get that the average income per household in Gloucester County is around $60,000, $60,000, And if we had 35 new givers, we'd have about a $200,000 increase or $20,000 a week. So let's believe God for that. And let's jump on board with these teams. I have several teams. Let's, uh, let's stand. Let me just mention these teams so you know we're going to close. I'm running over what I said I would do. Um, we need a new. Uh, we need a guest experience team. We don't have one of those yet, but we need a guest experience team. The people that are looking after the hospitality of how we do what we do here at Lighthouse and uh, and making it better. How can we improve our guest experience? We need an outreach strategy team. Um, if that if that's something that you'd like to be a part of, um, we are putting together uh, you know a lot of things administratively, policy manuals internally, and policy manuals for our teams. I need somebody that uh, can build a team, what I'm calling an administrative excellence team. We need a missionary care team. One of the things the Lord's put in my heart is to be able to look after the missionaries that we send out in a more robust way. That means we are praying for them on a weekly basis with understanding that we're making sure that we cover their anniversaries and their birthdays and that we make sure that they're prayed for. So missionary care team, a songwriting team, a school of supernatural leadership launch team, all of these teams coming together and building that life-giving community and saying, Lord, show us the vision and, and let us get a part of that. Let's be a part of that. Amen. I'm going to close in prayer and, uh, and then, uh, oh, let's, we got, we got uh, ushers that are going to take an offering. I get so excited I don't take up an offering. How can that happen? I might have to turn in my credentials. Preachers can't do that. Got to take up an offering. Um, if there's something that you would have liked to seen covered differently today. I, I often do this with couples, and it's kind of funny because this is where the, the idea came from um, when I do premarital counseling. And one of the things that I, I'll talk to couples about doing is I'll say, from time to time, you need to sit down and ask your spouse, what are three things that you would like more of or less of in our marriage? What are three things that you would like more of or less of? So... I, I submit that to you. I, I don't know what you're thinking right now. I don't want to presume that I know what you're thinking. But what are three things that you would like more of or less of from the leadership, from, from the, the services, from whatever you want to talk about? And take one of those envelopes and just communicate that to us. Would you do that? Um, you know, that is helpful at, at a moment when we're getting a vision. You're saying, well, Pastor Ken, you just weren't, too, you weren't clear enough or it was too much information or not enough information. I don't know what you're thinking. But I want to. And so if you could help me, you know, what are three things that you'd like more of or less of as we move into 2019? So we're going to pray over this offering right now. We're going to pray over the vision of Lighthouse. Father, we commit ourselves to you, Jesus, first and foremost. You are the Lord. You are the leader of this house. You are the one that we look to. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. And so, Lord... Let only the name of Jesus be lifted up through us. Let only your power be on demonstration 
Father, we thank you, Lord, for the vision that you have given to us, and we're doing our level best to walk it out here at Lighthouse. Lord, we don't do it perfectly because we're not perfect. But, Lord, your strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. And I thank you for the people that you've gathered around, and I thank you for each and every team member, and I thank you for every, every prayer that's ever been uttered for the ministry of this house, that your name might be lifted high and that people might come to the light. And now, Lord, we pray your blessing on this vision. Bless the work of our hands. Bless the finances of this house. May we see this vision of uh, 20000 a week. May, may it come faster than we ever dreamed. May you send in the new people, Lord God, that, uh, that uh, come in hurting and broken and discover you and discover that you have a better plan and they buy in to your better plan for how finances can be done, for how they can live their lives, not wasting away, but investing themselves in your purposes and your design. And now, Lord, bless this offering as we give it. And, Lord, may we uh, march forward and do the work that you've called us to do in the days to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you as you give. And uh, we love you. Thanks for being here today. And we look forward to the journey together.